Welcome once again to Branding Blog Soundbites with Wizard of Ads partner Dave Young from brandingblog.com. I'm Chris Lowry. Hello, Dave. Hi, Chris. We wanted to uh, talk about impact quotient, and I would like to start by asking you uh, what that means to a client. Well, simply put, impact quotient is an ad's power to convince. So uh, there are strong ads and weak ads, and most businesses don't really think all that much about whether or not their ad is carrying the weight that it should be based on their budget. So if two businesses have identical budgets and spend it on uh, the exact same schedules on a radio station, for example, it doesn't mean that they're going to have the exact same results because the impact quotient of an ad can leverage uh, a, a, a schedule to outperform an identical schedule. So basically, it can turn a smaller ad budget into a larger share of mind by leveraging a more convincing ad than your competitors. So you can literally get double the results of a budget by having a really strong, a really powerful ad. And it doesn't really cost that much to do a better ad uh, than than a mediocre ad. That's the, the really surprising part. And maybe you said this, but now are we talking specifically about the ad copy, the theme of the advertising campaign? or The really important thing when you're writing an ad for a business is to find something to say that is is powerful enough that you can make a powerful ad about it. And most businesses just want to write, you know, we have fast, friendly service, and we've been here since 1952. Family and owned and operated. For, for all your fill-in-the-blank needs. <laughs> and prices. Prices seem to always find their oh, way into it. Yeah, a, you know, they, they think that everybody wants, wants to hear what uh, every little thing is going to cost when they come in. And in reality, what you really want is a, is a powerful offer. And that goes deeper than just writing a powerful ad. It digs into the strategy of the business itself. So if your business uh, hasn't thought through how you're going to stand out from your competitors, it makes it really tough for an ad writer, and you end up with mediocre ads. And when you say a powerful offer, you're not just talking about this weekend sale. You're talking about the offer of what your business has to offer a customer. Exactly. You know, there's a chain, I, I guess it's a franchise of heating and air conditioning companies. And, and our Wizard of Ads uh, partner, Roy Williams, uh, put together the strategy for them and and the messaging. And they're, they're called one-hour heating and air conditioning. And so a powerful message in this case, you know, they, they could just run an ad that talks about how they're, you know, a heating and air conditioning company and they'll take care of you and come out and fix your air conditioner when it breaks and fix your heater when it's not working, just like all the other HVAC companies. Mm -hmm. But these guys invested in a business model that says, look, if we're not there when we say we're going to be there, you don't pay for our call. You don't pay for anything that you need. And so that takes some strategy back in the operations of the business. So these guys not only have to deliver what they say on their message, they have to figure out how they're going to deliver it. And it's a little bit deeper than just the, the message on the face of it on their ads because the ads say, you know, if, if we're not on time, you don't pay a dime. So they put systems in place that allow them to follow up on that promise. And it's worked like gangbusters for them. They've had something to say that other HVAC companies just can't do. They can't match it because they don't understand that there's, there's also a system behind it. But it makes for a very, very powerful ad, a high-impact quotient. Well, I think one of the most interesting things is, first time I heard of the name of the business, when you just said it, and mm -hmm. that's the first thing that popped in my mind, one-hour heating and air. 
Well, there it is right there. That's going to appeal to a lot of people. But then, like you said, they have to have the business model and everything in place to back that up. Exactly. And and the powerful thing about that, Chris, is that uh, that business concept resonates in so many of our minds because it, it brings to mind, it, it pulls right back to the center of our brain where we remember having experiences where we're sitting around our house waiting for the cable guy to show up, waiting for the plumber to show up, waiting for the air conditioning guy to show up, waiting for the phone company guy to show up. And, you know, all they'll ever say to us is, oh, we'll be there uh, between 8 a.m. and noon. <laughs> I just went through that just recently. It's so true because we were told 1 to 3, and I think it was 3.30 quarter to 4 when they actually made it. So it's always a challenge. And so, you know, here's a company that says, hey, if we say we're going to be there at 2 p.m., if we're late and we were coming to install a new air conditioner, we're going to give it to you free. We're that confident in what we're doing. And so they, they have systems for it. And, and, you know, to be honest, they actually charge a little bit more for that kind of service. So you can, you can call this same company and say, well, I don't, I'm here all day, so you can be here between 1 and noon. And they'll say, okay, that's cool too because our hourly rate is a little bit less if you give us that kind of leeway. We mm-hmm. don't have to schedule as tightly. So, so they do have that. That's part of the system. But the customer pays for that premium. You pay for that premium yeah. because that's what you want to do. And there are plenty of people that are willing to do that. And there are people that aren't, that are home all day. And, and so they, they basically offer it the uh, best of both worlds, whichever you want. Now, obviously, that strategy is not going to work for every company. But how does a, how does a client, a company, um, decide what it is that does work for them? How do they get that kind of a reaction? Well, you know, it, it, it just depends on the company. It depends on so many factors. You, you have to take into account the, the product that you're selling or service that you're providing, what the buying cycle is, and most importantly, where you're at in the mix of, of your competitors. So you have to find those strategies in order to stand out, but you do it based on analyzing what everybody else is doing and trying to figure out how are we going to be different and how are we going to be more valuable? What what can we add to the equation that's going to make us stand out? That gives us something that we can talk about and uh, that can make all the difference. Now, if you don't have that, if you're, if you're just selling something that uh, is, is, you know, the same that you're going to get in any other store that carries that. A, a good example would be um, any kind of a brand name product. If you're talking about a Rolex watch, for example, I'll end today with one of uh, Roy H. Williams, um, probably one of his most famous ads because it's, it's one that he uses in presentations. It's one that we've used in, in seminars. And so this is the kind of ad that you would write to create a powerful message around something that's, that's going to be the same no matter where you buy it. And that's a Rolex watch. Okay, so it doesn't matter where you buy your Rolex watch. You're getting a Rolex watch. It's going to be the same. The, the store you buy it in doesn't really make that much of a difference, and you're going to pay the same for it really no matter where you buy it. So you have to come up with something that's powerful and puts the listener into the ad in a way that your competitors aren't doing. They're going to feel some emotion or some connection to your particular uh, store. Exactly. Let me read this ad to you. Okay. You're standing in the snow five and a half miles above sea level, gazing at a horizon hundreds of miles away. Life here is serious. You live or you die. No whining, no second chances, no compromises. This is a place constantly ravaged by wind and snow where every ragged breath is an accomplishment. You stand on the uppermost pinnacle of the earth. This is the mountain called Everest. Yesterday it was considered unbeatable. 
But that was yesterday. As Edmund Hillary surveyed the horizon from the peak of Mount Everest, he monitored the time on a wristwatch specifically designed to withstand the fury of the world's most angry mountain. Rolex believed Sir Edmund would conquer Everest, and especially for him, they created the Rolex Explorer. In every life, there's an Everest to be conquered. When you've conquered yours, you'll find your Rolex waiting patiently for you to come pick it up at Young Jewelers. I'm Dave Young, and I've got a Rolex for you. So what happens in 60 seconds, Chris, using verbs, active voice, audacity, and really strong first and last mental images in that ad, we actually transferred ownership of that watch to you. That's a powerful ad. If, if we just ran price and item on Rolex, yeah. you know, that'd be pretty weak. It gets someone to start thinking about, you know, how would that affect me, uh, the relationship between them and the watch almost. Mm-hmm. You actually have to put the listener into the ad. And if you can do that or create a strategy that you can talk about that, that's more powerful than your competitors, either one of those is a good way to affect a higher impact quotient in your ads. Some people are going to be able to come up with original ads, with creative things, but maybe not the whole concept like what we've been talking about, the impact quotient. Mm -hmm. How can they get more help doing that to make their business stand out from all the rest? Well, they could contact me. I can do consulting for uh, that. That's what I do for a living is, mm -hmm. is consult with owner-operated businesses about just exactly these kinds of things. And I've also got some training programs that, that people could take a look at if they want to try to do it and, and become better at writing these kinds of ads on their own. Okay. And we'll share some more thoughts on branding blog sound bites with Dave Young. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Thank you, Chris. You've been listening to Branding Blog Soundbites with Wizard of Ads partner Dave Young. For more information, visit DaveYoung'sBrandingBlog.com. Please feel free to share this podcast by sending the link or the MP3 to someone who could benefit from the information. And thank you for listening to Branding Blog Soundbites with Dave Young.